think I'm ready now. Um, sitting here in Panera Bread. So I'm going over uh, some things that I've learned. Um, I've been on the Daniels Fast, if you're, this is your first time following me. Um, my name is Camelia, and I um, have a blog that's called Monday's Life. And Monday's Life is basically almost a challenge. It's a challenge to live the life outside of your Sunday morning service. And so um, I've been on the topic of fasting and praying. And um, there are some, you know, some key things with fasting and praying that are so important. And a lot of times we as a church or we as a body, we don't really um, exercise fasting and praying the way that we should. And it's so prevalent, it's so important, um, and it helps you, especially in your spiritual walk. Um, so if you're tuning in right now, go ahead and share this video um, so we can go ahead and uh, bring some people on the feed so we can um, just go ahead and continue uh, about what we've been talking about for the last uh, few weeks. So I'm going to be on fasting and praying until the end of February, until my book is released, um, which is called um, Praying and Fasting, um, Still an Effective Kingdom Principle. So uh, I'm really excited about that release. Um, it should be out, like I said, at the end of February. I'm trying to share it to my page. That's why my head is down. Uh, there we go. So we can share it. Let's go. Um, and so um, I put today, um, I put today on my Facebook um, feed that the Daniel Fast. I've been learning some new things about the Daniel Fast, and um, it really kind of surprised me when you start really picking. Um, out scriptures and really studying scriptures that you realize that you've been what you've been learning for the past um, years or so um, are not really accurate. Um, that our churches we've um, we've glorified almost the Daniel fast. That this is the fast that we should do. This is the fast. You know, we do fruits and vegetables for 21 days, and if we do this 21 day fast, you know, you gain so much strength and wisdom. And we take the scripture in Daniel um, when um, Daniel and and the um, young men they were in the um, temple with um, Nebuchadnezzar, and they were in training for three years. And um, one of the requisites of um, of training was um, to um, eat from the king's table and to uh, basically go through these um, strenuous um, trainings and um, all this stuff. And so Daniel, he decided that he was not going to partake of the king's um, food. And the king's food is of the richest food and of the uh, most high-level top food. And um, you have to realize that Daniel was in Babylon. And if you know the history of Babylon, that is why Daniel did not want to partake of the king's table. Anything from Babylon is just no good. And so um, he decided that he would not defile himself and that he will prove to the king, and he will prove to others that he doesn't have to eat from the king's table. Um, and so um, I'm going to go ahead and just jump in. So the, the trend... Park taking of the Daniels Fast has been going on for years. Many churches have taken on and made it like a part of their culture. And so when a church called a fast, is usually the Daniel Fast. Everybody goes towards the Daniel Fast. So 
what happened was that we tied and we crossed stories together to make it sound more friendly and attainable rather than telling the story than how it was supposed to be. So the word fast means to cover the mouth or to abstain from food. Um, if you are not abstaining from food, then it's, con it's not considered a fast. It's, um, if you decide to take some food out of your diet, then it's called a diet modification or eating modification. And so when I began to study the book of Daniel, I was very shocked to find out um, and what have um, the way that we've been approaching the Daniel fast is completely wrong. Like I say that again, the way that we've been approaching the Daniel's fast is completely wrong. It shows that we, um, as a people, as a church, that we don't read scriptures <laughs> for ourselves and we allow the religious traditions to carry on for years. Um, it's all about going through the book of Daniel, like really read what is going on. The church gets the Daniel's fast from Daniel 1 when Daniel refused to defile himself and he would not eat from the king's table. He asked permission just to eat vegetables. It doesn't mention any fruit. It just says vegetables and water. And he would do that for 10 days. Not 21 days. For 10 days. You can look in Daniel chapter 1 for the reference. And um, so they say he you do that for 10 days and you can judge accordingly. And I would even read you the scripture so you know. It says, but Daniel said to the overseer who, command, who the commander officials have appointed over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and um, Azariah, please tell your servant for 10 days and let us be given some vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let our parents be observed in your presence and the parents of the youth who are eating the king's choice table and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them in that manner and tested them for 10 days. And at the end of the 10 days, their parents seemed better and they were fatter um, than all the youth um, who had been eating the, the king's choice food. So the overseer continued to withhold the choice food and wine and they were able and they were to drink and kept giving them vegetables. Key word here, it was only for 10 days and it was only vegetables and water, okay? Now, you might wonder, like, okay, so where did we get the 21-day fast, okay? So we've taken this practice, and, there's, and we said that we go on fast, and we will gain intellect and wisdom like Daniel and all the other boys have received, but this was only for 10 days, not 21 days. This was technically not a fast, okay? Daniel and the other, other men decided to go on the fast because they did not want to defile themselves. If you look in chapter one there's no word that says fast fasting none of that okay it just says that they basically um, ate vegetables and water okay so um, so they decided to go on this fast um, so they didn't want to de de uh, defile themselves, okay? The providence um, where they from, where Daniel is from, is called Judah, and they were under Babylon captivity, okay? To partake in any Babylonian tradition or lifestyle would dishonor God. So that's where they got um, them not eating from the king's table. So question again, so where do we get 21 day fast? Because 21 day fast is in Daniel, but it's not the way that we follow 21 day fast. So if you go to Daniel chapter 10, Daniel chapter 10, it says, in the year um, of uh, Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, and then the message was true, 
uh, and one of great conflict, but he understood the message and had an understanding of the vision. In the days I, Daniel, had been mourning for three weeks, and I did not eat any tasty food, nor did meat or wine enter into my mouth, nor did I use any ointment at all until the entire three weeks were completed. So in order, in order to understand Daniel chapter 10, you have to go back and read why he was grieved in his spirit. He was mourning at this time. And um, still in scripture, it does not say um, he, uh, he said, in scripture it says that he did not eat any tasty food, nor meat, nor wine, pleasant food in other traditions. You have to understand the background of Daniel. Daniel came from a place of wealth. He was in the kingdom in the king's tower, you know, he was he was a king, and yeah, he served the king. He was second in command, and so therefore he was prevalent. He was exposed to all types of good food, and so now he said that I won't even expose myself to that type of food. He said I won't eat any tasty food, nor meat or wine would enter into my mouth. So that means he was still eating, but he wasn't eating the top food. So we may think like, okay, well, what what did he partake. Mostly he went back to the first fast, which was the first eating modification, I should say, of vegetables and water, okay? And so he ate unleavened bread as well, okay? So Daniel, he went on a partial fast because of the news that he received, okay? There was so much um, adversity going on in the land. The Jews at this time, and about time in Daniel chapter 10, Daniel was about 90 years old. In Daniel 1, he's about in his early 20s. So you see the years that kind of went by, 70 years that went by. And so you see in, in Daniel chapter 10, um, there was a lot of adversity in the land. The Jews had the opportunity, they had the option um, at this moment to return back to their land. They were no longer under Babylonian captivity, but they decided to stay in Babylon. And that grieved Daniel. So that's why Daniel was praying and fasting for 20 one days, okay? Then Daniel, he constantly had dreams and visions, and basically he was not in a good place. I mean, if you read um, the book of Daniel, and you see his state of mind, he kept going in and out of visions, and the Lord kept taking him here and start having visitations, one with Gabriel, and then Michael had to come, which I'll talk about later on. And so basically the burden of the people was upon his heart and all he could do is cry and fast out to and fast unto the Lord. So in Daniel chapter 10, verses 10 to 14, it says, Behold, a hand touched me, and I began to tremble at my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man of high esteem, understand the words that I'm about to tell you and stand upright, for I um, now have been sent to you. And when he has spoken these words to me, I stood up trembling. And he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Um, for the first day, you, you set your heart on understanding this and humbling yourself before God. Your words were heard, and I've come into response to your words. But the prince of the king of Persia was withstanding me for 21 days. And then behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came came to help me, for I have been left there with, um, with the king of Persia, and now I have come to give you an understanding of what will happen to your people in the latter days, for the vision pertains to the days of the yet future. This, the book of Daniel is so deep. The book of Daniel has so much revelation. The book of Daniel still applies today in what is going on in today's times, and so because of the grieving um, that Daniel was going through, he went on for 20 
21 days. And as you see that Gabriel was caught, it was a spiritual warfare going on during his time of fasting and praying. And because of Daniel's prayers, because of Daniel's fasting, um, he was able, the angel was able to maintain his strength until Michael came down and fought uh, the prince of Persia. So this fast has nothing to do about gaining um, intellect or strength or anything like that, like in Daniel 1. This fast that um, Daniel was dealing with was not a pretty fast. Um, for years, preachers and pastors have taught this story wrong. And I, I be um, guilty of one of not reading the scriptures, but today, yesterday, I've been studying these scriptures, and now I know the truth that this Daniel fast is not as pretty as we made it out to be. So I've decided not to walk in ignorance and walk in the truth. So Daniel was praying for a nation, and it grieved him so much. So what does that mean for us? We as a people, we're not ready to pray for the nations. <laughs> We as a people, we as a church, we're not really ready to pray for the nations. And let me tell you why. Because we are still fighting over arguments on Facebook and social media by bashing each other who are in the kingdom. While the world is dying and perishing, we're caught up in the minor things and not measuring in the measure. The enemy has gotten us so we and we don't even know it. Uh, we are not ready for Daniel's fast mentioned in Daniel 10. We do not want that burden. <laughs> and, and we don't. I have a desire to even have that burden. The state of the world is not getting any better, and the earth is not um, getting better at all. And the earth is waiting for the sons of God to get in place. Romans 18 and uh, Romans chapter 8 to verses 19 says that for the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. The earth knows who we are. The earth knows who the sons of God are. For some reason, we don't know who we are. So we must be conscious of partaking the Daniel's fast. Um, if we're going to do that, let's make sure that we are doing it for the right reasons. I would not recommend the Daniel's fast for anybody. If you do not have a strong prayer life, you do not need to partake of the Daniel's fast. This is another level of spiritual warfare, and we must be secure and planted in the Word of God. So like I said, I'll, I'll review the Daniel's fast is not the Daniel's fast in chapter 1 that was only for 10 days for, for um, vegetables and water. Um, the fast that we keep uh, referencing the 21 day fast is Daniel chapter 10 in which he was going through spiritual warfare. He was grieving for the nation and that... Um, so he decided not to partake of any rich food because you have to understand the background of Daniel and where he came from. And so all the only thing that he partake was vegetables and water, not fruits and vegetables the way we made it so pretty, but just vegetables and water. And he cried out for 21 days. OK, and that was spiritual warfare that he was going through. If you read back in the chapters of Daniel, you will see his struggle throughout the years. So about time you get to Daniel chapter 10, he is 90 years old. Daniel chapter uh, 1, he was only in his early 20s. So you have to see his whole progression. And the book of Daniel still stands today. The book of Daniel is so prevalent. The book of Daniel has so much revelation and so much that we really need to break down. When you read the book of Daniel, you got to read the book of Revelation. When you read the book of Daniel, you got to read the book of Kings and book of Sam. Uh, 
Um, the book of Samuel as well, and the book of Ezra. It's crazy. You have to know what you're doing. And so we we should not be caught up in doing the Daniels fast. <laughs> I wish I had the authority to say you are released from doing the Daniels fast. Like if you're if you feel that you need to do the Daniels fast and you feel like you've just been so caught up in um like you just um, forced to do it all the time you really need to read the scriptures and you really need to challenge your leaders and have them to actually read the scriptures and say we are doing this all wrong so if we're going to do it Daniel's fast that means you are calling up spiritual warfare you are inviting spiritual warfare when you decide to do the Daniel's fast you have to look at any, any fast that you choose to do you have to look at the history because once you decide to apply that pattern to your life you're going to partake in all of the historical background that occurred. So if you decide to go on a 40-day fast, oh, you're going to go through what people went through on 40 days. If you decide to go on a three-day fast, um, you're going to go through uh, what people are going through. And let me say this. You cannot plan the... I'm going in my book. I don't want to go in my book, but I'm going to give you this spoiler. You cannot plan your fast. You cannot decide on January 1st that I'm going to fast for 21 days if the Lord has not told you. You can't do it. You cannot. You, you, you cannot plan the days, but you can count the days. And let me explain. If the Lord is calling you for it on a fast and, you, and the Lord has not given you a specific time, do not put a time frame on your fasting. You just fast until you fast until you get to your breaking point and then you can go back and count the days of how many days you've been on your fast do not put a time limit on god if you say if the lord tells you you're going to fast and you said, well, I'm going to go three days. And the Lord did not specific, specifically say three days. And if God decides to move on the fourth day and you already ended your fast and already went back in your flesh, you done missed your blessing. Okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into my book. But you have to remember when, when you go on a fast, make sure it is God-led. Make sure you know the reason why you're going on a fast. Write things out. Have your prayer points. Don't be so focused on the food because if you get focused on the food you're going to miss the whole reasoning on why you're going to fast so um, on january 30th i'm going to have a q a session so if you have any questions about fasting i've been studying fasting for the last two years not to say that i'm an expert but i do have a wealth of knowledge and so let's just um, talk about it let's just go through scriptures i don't mind saying oh, i don't know nothing let me look it up i always got my laptop with me so on january 30th at 7 p.m. I will go live. Um, I have a Q&A section, um, session on fasting and praying. So I really thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, you can send them to me via Facebook. If you have any concerns or you need help with fasting, just send them, send them to me and I, I, mean, I don't mind helping you out with fasting and praying. So make sure you read the blogs. Um, catch up with fasting and praying because I've been talking about it since the beginning of January. So be blessed, you guys and I'll see you all next time.